Hi, greetings from Asato Dojo in Okinawa. My name is James Pankovic. tell you about an amazing event that's coming up soon October the 1st in Aurora Canada Budo Without Borders Live it is going to be an incredible mashup of Okinawan Karate and Kabudo practice Maori martial arts practice to our Dawson Sensei which is a first I think anywhere certainly outside of New Zealand and then we're going to have Dojo Bar Party the first Dojo Bar Party in two years uh, we're going to have an awesome time if you can make it and join us there please do look for Budo Without Borders Live on Facebook and follow the links from there and I hope to see you. Great. So we're going to be talking a little bit about um, the up and coming seminar, uh, Budo Without Borders, that you've created um, and that I've been lucky enough to be a part of and uh, Sensei Jane Spankovich who would have joined us for this but it is some ungodly hour in Okinawa at the moment. So Hey, where did it come from? I know that Budo Without Borders is not a is not a new thing in the sense that you've kind of been doing this work probably probably minus the name for some years. So where's where's this movement and this mindset come from? It's really interesting. If I look back at it, you know, it was nine years ago this week that I actually hosted my first seminar uh, with some of the great masters from the Jindokan with uh, Gima Sensei and Kinjo Sensei and Nakata Sensei, the late Nakata Sensei. Uh, and Mancuso Sensei here in Toronto. And it wasn't until kind of after the fact that I really realized that when we get together as a group and, and you know, you park your ego and your, and your dojo affiliation and all those things at the door and we just get together and train, that it's such an incredibly powerful um, effect as far as bringing people together and, and breaking down borders that... Um, it took a while to really understand that. And the following year, I had the great um, opportunity and privilege of teaching when I was in Dubai. And it started to really become clear to me that martial arts, as much as we know how much it does for us as individuals and as groups uh, for personal development and, and for the ability to, to really improve our, our lives and improve other people's lives, that this was really a cross-border, cross-discipline, cross-style opportunity that we really had and you know I've been very fortunate to, to be able to train and, and teach in a few different places around the world in Portugal and Dubai and, and you know a number of places but it really started to come together when I was very fortunate to be asked to to help mentor and, and help build up some groups in Veradero Cuba actually in the state of Matanzas in the city of Matanzas uh, going back about three four years ago and it really became very very clear to me that when we boil it down to its simplest forms, um, we're all just people wanting to improve ourselves, uh, to help ourselves, to help other people, and to really be able to, to work with a group of like-minded people. And this is where the, the first concept of Buddha Without Borders really came, that if we strip aside all of those things that we think divide us, we have way more in common than we have that separates us, whether it's you know, geography or politics or creeds or any of those things or time zones, as, as you and I well know, uh, when it comes down to some of these things, we have far more in common 
than we have that separates us. And then when the pandemic struck back in 2020 and having the privilege and, and the opportunity to help probably close to 100 dojos around the world um, who had never been online before get online and continue to do their work with their own local students, but then take that and bring it to a, to a shared common table that we could all really uh, get together, share. We may be the same style, we may be different styles. It doesn't matter. Um, it's really bringing those things that we want to come together and share and, and work on together and admit that we, we all have challenges dealing with and there are things that we can do together and enjoy those times and really see that as a positive way of not just building up our own local communities, but building up other communities and bringing the, bringing the overall martial arts community together worldwide, that Budo borders really started to come together. And then ironically, the name really started to get kicked around, um, you know, earlier this spring, uh, around May when I was in uh, Cuba the, with my last visit with our students down there. I'm, I'm very fortunate to have uh, two wonderfully vibrant schools uh, that are growing in the Veradero area, um, which is some of the most beautiful beaches I've ever, I've ever seen in the world. Um, and people who are so dedicated to their training and, and thirsty to learn and, and develop that we really started this idea that this beach would make a really great place to have an international training, you know, Gashuku. And the idea of doing this, which we are planning for 2024, um, of bringing people together for the simple reason of sharing, of fellowship, and of everyone building each other up rather than tearing each other down. Uh, and then as kind of a result of that, you and I started kicking around this idea of, well, you know, we should really do this. Yeah, we should. Okay, let's do it. Uh, and, you know, in kind of the last eight weeks, we've set the groundwork for what's happening in eight weeks from now, which is absolutely phenomenal. Here in, in Toronto, in Aurora, um, a Northern suburb of Toronto, bringing together yourself and Sensei James Pankovich. And then we've got people coming from California. We've got people coming from Washington State. We've got people coming from Vancouver. We have people looking to come from various countries in Ireland, uh, in, in Europe, Iceland, and Ireland, and a few other countries. And you're just, oh my goodness, we have so much in common that we want to bring together and share. Um, to me, this has really become kind of a, a grassroots movement. Uh, and it, it's incredibly exciting. And it's not about coming together under one banner other than people wanting to help each other, share, enjoy that fellowship and, and, and you know, see what we can do together and learn something new that we can take back to our homes and then want to bring more people to the next event. Well, a, a huge part of it for me is the ability to come up and sort of bring some of my culture, um, which we, you know, we've talked about. I know that, you know, you've spent, you've actually spent some time um, traveling in New Zealand and spending some time here in New Zealand. So you have kind of a, an, an interesting kind of um, connection to the place. And I think for me, one of the things which I'm really thankful for is um, how, I remember we talked about this, the idea that if I was going to bring something in my indigenous culture that I wanted in some way, shape or form to acknowledge and seek the um blessing i suppose for one of a better word of the, of the local indigenous people and you were kind enough to to um one take that on board as a concept and both you and becca were able to have been able to connect up some amazing people in particular uh jen beaver um who uh, is it's been absolutely amazing the way that sort of things have happened um and of course reconciliation day is happening up there in canada and so 
we are doing, we have created this event in and around that time. So I think it's very meaningful. We talk about um, truth and reconciliation. Um, what's happened in the world in terms of the pandemic, the connectedness and that we've all kind of felt strangely because we've we've had no choice but to connect with each other. I think it's very, very pertinent. Um, I'm really looking forward to the opportunity to be on the sort of on the on the land with people who are the descendants of the, the indigenous well who, who are indigenous people but also the opportunity to bring something of my indigenous culture to that as well is really awesome i mean little and the karate i mean there's some incredible people uh, coming to attend i mean you know you've got Haji bukowski um you've got people you know Pat Miguel Sensei, you've got, um, gosh, Sal Balahi Sensei, um, you've got Malia and you've got James and all these wonderful people. For me, um, just that alone is worth the, worth the price of admission. Now, in terms of the event, what can, what can we expect with the event? Well, I think, you know, you make so many great points there. I think some of the interconnectivity between your indigenous traditions and the traditions up here and the receptiveness that we've seen uh, in the conversations that we've had and doing some of the planning is phenomenal. And some of the shared common points, you know, even some of the things where Jen mentions a certain book and, and Teawa, your partner goes, yeah, I've been reading that as part of my studies. It is kind of mind blowing. But with the event itself, I'm, I'm really excited in that, you know, of the number of seminars I've done over the years, we have a, a lot of new people coming into this, which I think is incredibly important. It's great to have your, your stable group of people who always attend and, and you know, we love them and, and, and always want to nurture them. But to have new people want to come in and bring their energy and their thoughts and their experiences is incredible. Um, the day itself you know, is going to be something very, very special. We're going to have Sensei James coming from Okinawa, who I've been very fortunate to, to spend some time with on Okinawa a couple of times um, and bring some of his experience and some of you know his training to, to share with us. Um, what you're going to be bringing in the afternoon session is extraordinary. And, and the level of excitement here in North America, I think is, is something that I'm, I'm incredibly excited about, as well as seeing that Sorry, hi, Teawa. Uh, and seeing that other people are feeling this and understanding this is something much bigger than, than just a bunch of people getting together to train, that it's really starting to be kind of a groundswell that we're seeing of let's bring our roots, let's bring our traditions. Um, the good, the bad, the sometimes incredibly sad and, and unfortunate, and let's heal and let's help each other heal in that way too. Truth and Reconciliation Day here in Canada, this will only be the second year it's been uh, formally uh, recognized uh, and it's been a long time in coming. And this will be the first time, hopefully without a lot of pandemic uh, restrictions for people to be able to market, but to be able to have some of our local indigenous people, and, and I live in an area that you know is part of multiple treaties uh, with the crown over the years, and to, and to have the enthusiasm that we've seen from some of the local indigenous people saying, this is a great thing, this is important. This is how we move forward in a path of truth and reconciliation and understanding and growth. And oh, by the way, we're also bringing together Okinawan arts and Maori arts 
and bringing together people of Canadian and US and British and New Zealand backgrounds and, and all of those things together. To me, this is, this is just that, you know, this is a dream come true. Uh, when we started talking about this a few months ago, it sounded great. It's become much bigger even than we thought it was going to be. Well, you, it's, well, to your credit, I mean, you kind of have, you know, done a few of these events, hosted people um, over the years. So kind of this is, you're kind of the, you're kind of well known for the quality of your seminars and of course, um, the celebrations that genuinely follow. Which brings me neatly to the to the, there's also something really amazing going to be happening that hasn't happened in a couple of years, and that um, aside from his excellent karate and kubudo um, and, and his work on Okinawa, um, James Pankovic Sensei is also famous for something else. So do you want to do you want to sort of expand on that a little bit, Sensei? Sure. So and 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 this is again one of those things that all the stars have just really aligned for us in this. Uh, two years ago. Uh, James Sensei was supposed to come to, to Canada uh, and be here, believe it or not, the last week of September, uh, and was planning a, a trip and was going to be training and sharing with a number of us. And we, and we talked about having, you know, a Dojo Bar International uh, celebration here. And unfortunately, obviously, the pandemic delayed that. Uh, we are going to be having basically a, a reboot of Dojo Bar uh, here in Aurora, uh, which is exciting for anyone who's ever uh, attended at the dojo bar. I, I've been lucky to be there on a couple of different trips. Uh, my name and my, and my wife and my son's names appeared on the wall. Um, and, and just to be able to bring that spirit uh, uh, and anyone who ever was there or has wanted to be there and was like, oh my goodness, I wasn't able to be there uh, before dojo bar 1.0, uh, you know, had to unfortunately close. Um, I'm hoping this is dojo bar like 1.9 right before a, a new dojo bar, as we all get to be able to return to Okinawa. But to be able to bring that spirit, to be able to bring that kind of um, feeling of we're all here sharing something incredibly special, something that we all love, something that we all want to nourish and see continue. Um, and we're gonna share that here. Uh, and there's still a few things that we haven't announced yet uh, that I'm pretty excited about that are gonna be coming down the pipe uh, in the next couple of weeks as people continue to register. Uh, I've been overwhelmed by the, the excitement that people have had since we announced this event. Um, the Dojo Bar pop-up, we're going to have a full-on feast uh, here afterwards. Uh, you know, anyone who's attended any of my, my events before, we always try and have a great follow-up party. Um, this one's going to be what we've done before and even more. Besides the, the fantastic catered meal, um, there's going to be a full roast pig. There's going to be a lot of Canadian seasonal stuff. This is the week before Canadian Thanksgiving. So there will be pumpkin pie. There will be butter tarts. There will be Nanaimo bars. There will be all the great Canadian things. There will be a dojo bar pop-up with actual dojo bar merchandise. Uh, Sensei James is bringing back some of the original six cocktails that he created uh, at the beginning of dojo bar. Um, not to let the cat out of the bag, but I might as well. There is a tiki bar that just was delivered this afternoon to our backyard. Um, what's gonna be more authentic to bring that Polynesian feel to it? There's a fire pit nearby. Um, so you know, it's gonna be a party that's gonna go into the wee hours. Uh, and it's going to be an amazing getting, getting together of sharing, not just what we shared on the floor earlier in the day, but continuing to build that and build out what I really hope are, are lifelong relationships and friendships and 
can't wait to do this again and can't wait to visit you at your place and and those sorts of things so i'm i'm very very excited about it um you know we're we're just slightly less than two months away the momentum is building um i think we're already surpassing expectations and and fully expect that this is going to be uh, this is going to be something we're going to remember for a long time I think also, you know, you you bring bring up the point about um, relationships, and I think it's really important in the sense that, you know, um, especially in terms of uh, karate and martial arts, and just in general, you know, there's a there's a massive um, move away from. I think well, there's a massive desire to move away from sort of the politic the politics bound approach in the sense we don't train with them or you know the the problems you know the issues that people have had with certain sensei and this and that kind of really need to take a back seat for just enjoying training with each other i mean in terms of actual training um you know really what it's about is allowing people to participate with each other what makes a good seminar is not the actually people running the seminar the, the, the what makes a good seminar is when you actually allow people to to, to share and work with each other and like you said, I'm hoping that people will take the opportunity to create their own languages and to look at Buddha Without Borders as you've created it is a way of looking at um, training moving forward. So I'm really, really excited about it. I'm also very um, honoured to be bringing, you know, as I said, my, my own culture. As far as I know, um, this has never been done before. And I feel so very honoured to be able to do it in this way, and I feel very safe to be able to do it. I, I also, um, as I said, deeply appreciative to um, to the local Indigenous community for um, supporting, and I'm looking forward to being able to for us being able to have more of an interaction with them. Um, and I think with James Sensei, you know, it's interesting because I fanboyed on him some years ago because you know, James, yeah, we were joking about that. I think you're the kind of North American version of James Pankovich in the sense that you're kind of this League of Nations sort of thing that, that goes on with karate. But I'm enjoying, um, going to enjoy seeing what he brings because I think he has a quite a unique take and sort of living in sort of the heartland, um, especially in Naha, is gorgeous you do practice, as you and I, you know, Naha has a special place in our heart. So, yeah, bringing Okinawan martial arts with Māori Indigenous arts and all the different people that are coming and bringing this there, uh, Matsubayashi, Shotokan, uh, Shurandu, Gojuru, uh, Wechiru, all the different stylists, people that are coming, it's just going to be off the hook. And, and most importantly, um, you know, what I'm really enjoying about it is there's no other agenda here. There's no kind of like starting off an organisation or bagging other people. It's really just about, you know what, we just want you guys to train together. And, and, and like I often say to my students, you know, um, when you come to a dojo, you have to go... Um, do I like these people? Do I want to hang around? Like, do I want to do spend hours and hours and hours and do push-ups and practice and this and that with people I don't like? And I think life is too short to hang out with people that you like. So, create your reality. Uh, choose who you want to surround yourself with. And um, bro, I'm really, really thankful to for you for creating this opportunity. Um, and you know, for me, as also too doing the Invisible Sensei podcast. I'm really lucky. A lot of the people who are, a few of the people who are attending, I've met as a result of your introduction, but also through the Invisible Sensei podcast. I mean, it's not a, it's not a plug either, but I mean, I'm just so, I personally can't wait 
ticket up there. I've got a 29 hour flight, but you know what? I'm going to take my time and we're going to enjoy it. I'm going to um, make sure that my wings are when I'm flapping, you know, I'm going to try and catch that slip, that, that Gulf stream or slipstream, whatever you call it. Um, but seriously, I, I, I would travel a month, to, you know, in a leaky tin can, um, if it meant coming to be a part of this, um, just such a privilege. Looking forward to it, man. So looking forward to it. Well, and I, th I think you make such an important point. It's important for us to get together and train, not just always go and train with the same people that we know. Even in our own dojos, it's important to mix it up. So it's great to be able to get together with people who you may know from online, people you may never have met before, and get together and spend the day training, getting to know each other, starting to build those relationships, those friendships. And then what better way you know, it, it's impossible to share a meal with people and not get to know them better. And we're going to share not just a meal. We're going to we're going to feast. Uh, you know, you and I joked for the last couple of years about, uh, you know, a Canadian hungi. Well, this is about as close as I think we're going to get. But we're going to be having Canadians, Americans, Brits, Kiwis. You know, I, I, I don't even know how many different countries at this point, which is the amazingly exciting point. Um, when we look at the, the responses we're getting people, if I can make the flights work, if I can make connections, I'm working on trying to get away from work for these things. Whoever can come and join us, you are more than welcome. Um, and, and, you know, we're, we want, we're very fortunate, our town, the town of Aurora here in the north end of Toronto has been incredibly excited, you know, excited when we, we first went to them and to Sport Aurora, the organization that we work with here in town, just went, this is incredible. This has never been done before. And I think those are the things that in our lives and in our training, there are those unique moments here, there, um, sprinkled throughout where we get to do something really cool. This is one of those times. Um, we're going to get to train with great people. We're going to get to train with people. One of the thing, things that excites me the most right now is we have so many new people who have never attended some of the seminars I've done before coming in. I'm so excited with new blood coming in. I'm so excited with new thoughts, with new ideas coming in, uh, with an organization like Sport Aurora that's supporting us uh, to help us bring this to, to fruition. Right from you know, the, the provincial and local levels of government going, tell us what you need. This is incredible. And those sorts of things are, are going to help build a framework that supports us to make this a very successful event. And then people just coming and bringing their desire and their love for training and their openness and their wanting to learn and share, you know, this is bound to be a success. And for me, uh, as kind of the, the choreographer in the background, my job is just to make sure all the right people are in the right places and then to let make sure everyone has a great chance to enjoy. Uh, and that's incredibly exciting at this point. I, I also want to sort of do a couple of shout outs for while we're here. Um, I, I want to thank um, John Lowry Sensei, who is one of your countrymen, who actually a while back shared with me a demonstration that I did for uh, the late great Tiro Chinen Sensei uh, uh, at, in Spokane and Washington State at his dojo at a seminar. Gosh, it must have been about 1990, I want to say 98, maybe 97, somewhere right around there. Um, and kind of inspired me to kind of look at, you know, revisiting. So the indigenous martial arts that I'm going to be bringing, I've never taught them, I've never thought to teach them outside of New Zealand before because um, 
it just had never occurred to me. And and the idea that we want to give people an experience of a taste of, I guess, um, the warrior culture uh, of Aotearoa of New Zealand it had never really occurred to me before. So um, that was really cool. Um, to my brother on um, Vancouver Island, who won't be able to make it to Lonnie, um, to all our Canadian uh, brothers and sisters, um, to just everyone who's supporting this and, and taking time at their own expense to come and be part of us. We are working very hard to make it really cool. Steve Sensei is kind of master, master, ser- master MC in that things keep cropping up. Things that he contrives, incredible surprises, but also things that just sort of seem to be happening. So I'm really excited. I want to say thank you to, to you, um, Steve Sensei, for just creating this unique opportunity. Um, also, I want to do a shout out to my darling uh, Tawa Sensei, who unfortunately is not making on this on this trip, but will on the next. Um, and to your incredible wife, who is just the the behind, as they say, behind every great man, there's a woman going, and um, in, our, in your case, it's Becca, in my case, it's it's Tawa. So I'm just so, so grateful and looking forward to this. I'm just out of my skin, um, out of my skin, looking forward to this. So, yeah, thank you, bro. Oh, no, and thank you. I mean, if, if we look back, I mean, you and I have a relationship that goes back to a couple of years now, although it feels like it's been decades. Uh, that we've known each other. And, and I think as we've come out of the pandemic, you know, and, and there's still hot spots here and there. We, we've been through one here not too long ago. Um, one of the things that I'm really grateful for is the ability that we showed as martial artists to be resilient, uh, to be able to be flexible, to be open-minded during the last couple of years. Um, and so many people, I think, we helped sustain ourselves, our students, our dojos, our communities by showing that, by leading with that. And now this is kind of a, a reward for that. We, we get to, to take these relationships that we've built in the last couple of years with people who, you know, it was 40 years ago, I was in New Zealand. Little did I know it would take this to drive the next impetus for the next trip back. But we've been able to build these relationships and these ongoing training things where we share ideas through technology and now we're going to bring it together live. It, it doesn't get better than that. I think, you know, the mark of a good friendship is when you share the same dreams rather than hate all the same people, you know? Um, and I think that, you know, like, man, over the years, um, there's been a lot of, there's a lot of naysayers, but I mean, um, I also think that hey, what the hell? Let's just let's just do it, which is kind of your 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 um. If I'm being honest, it kind of seems to be your your mantra. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I know James Sensei is looking forward to it. It, it just is going to be a wonderful experience. Um, I'm, I'm, there's so many things about this that are just amazing. But also, guys, if so, if you're watching this, we'll put a we'll click a we'll click the link in the description. You can see if you're in the strike zone. Um, being able to come to this wonderful event and also to realize this that I think what you've created is a movement as opposed to um, a, a, a seminar and if you're wanting to do Budo Without Borders remember it's a message the message is there are, there are no there are no borders but the ones that we create for ourselves so this could be an opportunity for you to have it in Cuba 
or in whatever community you come from. You came from a, a small town. I mean, what the hell? Why not? Um, I'm just looking forward to it. Hope you can make it. Click the link. You'll see all the de details and all the rest of that. But also keep your eyes peeled because I, I think there's more going to come. I definitely think there's more going to come. Well, and if I can just say, if you're traveling 29 hours, you know, there, there's very few places that are farther away at this point. And we're going to make it as accessible as humanly possible for people. And as you said, you know, Cuba, we're already talking about Budo Without Borders, Veradero 2024. If you don't know what the beach in Veradero looks like, I highly encourage you to look at it. And my students, Sensei Luis and Sensei Edriel, who run our dojos in our church and can dojos in Cuba, are some of the most hospitable people you'll ever meet. Uh, our dear friend Sensei Ivar uh, in Iceland, training in a beautiful farm field at the base of a volcano is definitely a possibility as well. So I, I'm really hopeful, like you say, this is the beginning of a movement. Um, it, it isn't an organization. This is just people wanting to train. And the more the merrier. And basically, come, bring your love, bring your, your ideas that you want to share, bring your desire to learn, uh, bring your openness. And I think we'll all be greatly rewarded from it. And, and I just, I can't wait. And finally, if you're come, if you're coming and you come to the pop-up dojo bar where Pankovic Sensei will be working his magic, not just in terms of karate, but also his his culinary skills and his his uh, drink mixing skills, you've got to wear an island shirt. Yeah, it's island theme, man. It's it's Okinawa, it's the Pacific Islands. Um, so I'm going to be channeling my Samoanness, my Maoriness. So I will be in full regalia. So I hope you do the same. It's going to be off the hook. Definitely. And, and I had a few people ask me, is there good coffee in Canada? Yes. At least in my house, there's good coffee. <laughs> as long as there's maple syrup and something to put it on, I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. Thank, thank you so much, um, Steve Sensei. I, I am quietly off the hook excited you know so excited for this thank you so much um to your lovely wife and to your but to becca and to liam for opening your home to us and and creating us and the shushikan students because those guys are off the hook too i'm so looking forward me and james is so looking forward to uh, training with them and and being able to see what what they're bringing as well so thank you so much thank you